Hi there. I'm Alex Moore, the voice of Lola on One Piece, Flair Corona on Fairy Tale, Susan O on Devil is a Part-Timer, and you are listening to Two Dads and a Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Two Dads and a Podcast interview series. Yes, we did our first ever follow-up interview with the Caitlin Glass. You won't believe we we, we had a, an incredible interview with Alex Moore. Uh, <laughs> was, she she has a really fun awesome, story about, about that I mean, whole thing. It was just like your average sort of interview that got away from us, and before long, we were talking for a couple hours with somebody. Yep. And so it, we're gonna it, we're gonna share part of that with you today. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. It was it was a lot of fun. She does a lot more than just voice acting and anime and we are so excited to share all that yeah, with you so warps. sit back i mentioned that last last episode yes she does <laughs> roll the film there hello Hi. uh let me pop up the gain a little bit here check 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 so i'm working on a, a radio show which i can talk about on the show uh Ooh, oh, so cool. and there's lots of screaming so i had to oh yeah you gotta have it like all the way away and <laughs> oh, like half the time i'm like standing up and like over in this corner <laughs> gain all the way down let me just <laughs> right i'll just oh, yell from another fun. room there so you go do you do, uh do you do a lot of stuff on radio uh well i mean this last year i have uh just <laughs> yeah. nature of the beast thanks right. covid Be being a professional actor uh especially in theater right now is like we're all just Ooh, still trying yeah. to find our footing so, uh, theater, what's your favorite production to perform? Is it because it's, I mean, we ask this question when we can. And what's your favorite to watch, like in the uh, audience? Are we talking about a genre or a specific show? Uh, can you, if, if you can narrow it down, specific if you can. Okay. Let me think. Um, I, I really do enjoy dramatic straight plays. I'm not a huge yeah. fan of musical theater. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm you. losing all my theater <laughs> kid points right now, but oh, it, it, it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> I, I I never got into musicals either, and I think it was more just because when, when you start singing and you have to write the you have to write all the lines for a song, which means mm -hmm. you're not singing the way somebody would normally be talking, but it's supposed to be a conversation. And I just I can't buy into it. It's I don't <laughs> believe it. I I see it as a very prescribed monologue. It tells right. you exactly how to say each word. With the notes. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, it, I think I think I'd have a sunnier view of it if I could like you know sing. That <laughs> <laughs> might help. A little bit. It's ironic like, for me because I love to torture my kids by singing everything at them, and they hate it. Uh, <laughs> but I don't like. See, my my son loves them. It. It's you know I, I've done it. Just you know, sometimes he'll be like stop, and then I'll stop, and he'll be like dad, I sing. What? Well, you try and sit there and listen to me sing everything at you, and then you decide <laughs> if you like it or not. That, that's fair. That's fair. So, what's your favorite to um, perform in? Do you or was that the performance one? Are we moving to the watch one? I, I don't uh, think she answered either one so far. I haven't yet. I'm just trying to like. I'm just <laughs> turning gears in my head right now. It's like, what oh, no, do I like? Right. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Um, <laughs> like, I I really enjoy performing very dramatic things um i feel like theater kind of was my gateway into like doing like film work because i do tend to be very dramatic and i i, yeah. I act from here um mm -hmm. instead of i you know everything zeroes in on the face for like tv and film and commercial right so like i do a lot of like eye and eyebrow acting 
even on stage. Yeah. Um, so so you'd, I think be, it, you'd be horrible in the background of a scene. Oh, no, I've done that. Have you? Um, <laughs> the thing is, unfortunately, I do t- tend to steal focus. Um, not <laughs> well, because I'm like, good for you, look though. at me, look at me, I'm over here. It's like, you know, I try very hard to like, you know, not let, let, let the stars have their moment here. But I make such weird choices. Um, <laughs> that, again, that's like improv and theater background that it's like... Oh, so this woman who's in uh, a kitchen at a party is just going through the cabinets looking at what the main character's dishes <laughs> look like. And it's like so distracting. You're like, wait, what? What is, what <laughs> is she doing? Is she... That's what I do when I go to other people's houses. What's in here? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you got to decide what you're going to steal later. Exactly. <laughs> it's like you go away from it good and toasty and then steal all the dishes. Okay. I'm, I'm going to give you a pinpoint answer here, finally. The, my favorite show that I've performed in, there we go, was Les Liaisons Dangereuses, uh, Dangerous Liaisons. Gesundheit. Thank you. Uh, when I was in grad school, it was one yeah. of my thesis roles. I played the, oh, wow. I played the Glenn Close character, like the villain. Nice. Oh, nice. And I was just like, tall hair, tight corsets, and, and scheming for days. <laughs> and... I was like, I got so into that role. I was just like, yeah. When when I was in high school and a little bit of college and, you know, in theater and performing, like, I always found the villains more fun to play. Oh, yeah. Because you, you could, you know, kind of embody the, that part of you that you don't get to on a daily basis because i got to be nice to people in person. It's just... You know, I don't want to get arrested or something. <laughs> so. Well, and that would, that's the great thing about the, the Marquise is that, like, she has a mask for every single social interaction. Like, you know how, like, you, you talk with your parents one way and then your yeah. friends another way and then mm-hmm. your coworkers a different way? It's like every person in her life sees her differently because she only shows certain facets of herself to any one person. Right. That that would be so much fun to play, that kind of character. (laughs) It was so much fun. And it's like, it's all with a smile, you know, and very genteel. And here she is. It's like, so I bet you can't, like, screw this one chick. And her friend (laughs) Valmont is like, game on, let's do it. And I was like, okay. And then actively conspire against him. To make right. sure you can't win the bet. <laughs> <laughs> so what what's your what's your favorite one to watch then? Uh I I totally enjoy costume dramas. Like Oh yeah. Yeah, I love nice. a good frock flick. Uh, <laughs> 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 because it, it uh not only dates a piece and it gives you a history behind a piece, you know. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. always the social mores and, and thou shalt nots, but it informs how women are perceived. Because if you look at the timeline of fashion, it's all about the woman. A man has almost the exact same basic pieces for 400, 500 years of history. I, I get always... into this with my wife at the at the store all the time. I'm like, why, why do <laughs> men have no clothes? Exactly. <laughs> it's like you from like the 1950s forward, you can't tell what what uh, period is until you see a woman. Uh, because yeah. the woman's fashion dictates, it changes the fads over time. Well, and so, it, it kind of dates the progression of, um, well, progress, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, because the I, I guess the more progressive we get, the more liberating or the more, 
you you get to choose more which clothes you know you don't have to just show a little wrist to be sexy now now you can wear whatever the fuck you want nowadays mm-hmm. and, and really dictate that a little more you know we're not doing long skirts and long sleeve shirts and don't show too much too much ankle or yeah. <laughs> you get all the men crazy well and, and the funny thing is like uh in elizabethan england it was elbows Elbows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like in in my theater history class, we were like, "Girls got wild, woo!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, it's really crazy how women's clothing is almost always directly impacted by how it'll affect a man. Exactly. And his, it's wow, like, the it's, gender. Like we can't. That's... Men can't control themselves. <laughs> it's like maybe they should. Yeah, I mean, it's like I can't. That's, well, I mean, like, and I don't want to get too, too, too dark and too, you know, pointed on a, a podcast, but it's like, I can wear whatever and some guy is going to have a problem with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Can... And, and you'll be the asshole because of it. Not, yeah. Not it's like, how dare I exist <laughs> in his eyesight? You know, my bad. Mm, yeah. How dare you yeah. go to the same grocery store as me? <gasps> Scandal. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so you've you've done uh, some film work, lots of voiceover. Do you mm-hmm. do you have a preference for either one? I don't know. It's it's like what what pays more. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna be to- terribly that's, cynical about that's it. That's fair. What am I currently doing? Hey, that's probably the most honest answer we get. You know. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like I I make no bones about it. It's like it's just one branch of a money tree. You know. Yeah. It doesn't it's... make sense just to be good at one thing. Right. Uh, I do enjoy. Uh, voice work because it is fairly consistent and and frequent yeah mm-hmm. uh film work feels like oh i'm on set all day and i'm only working for like 30 seconds at a time but this is the dream you know <laughs> and and sometimes it, it actually it kind of pays less if you're an extra like you'll get like 88 for 10 hours or something and oh wow yeah it's it's not great um and i'm non-union so if you have to make that distinction like starring roles i'm sure you make you know scads of money but you know if we're going by the pound here voice acting definitely pays better even if it's you know not a great setup (laughs) (laughs) when it when it comes to like nerding out on on stuff on on roles you get or you know being a theater nerd was there anything else you nerded out for in life uh whether it be when you're young it's cartoons or toys or games or to now like what do you nerd out for let's see when i was little i i was okay let me date myself here i <laughs> i was born in 1985 so y'all can do the math i just turned 36 oh, that, like that's week. only a few years older than us you're you're, you're yeah okay thank you, thank you. It's like, I'm like, uh. um so i grew up right at the beginning of the nes and video games coming into right. the home Instead of like just you know those big arcade cabinets, mm-hmm. um, so it was a whole new world of technology and playing. And I guess when I was like five or six, our parents got us an NES, and I think my dad played it more than than we did. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds about um, right. But I was super into uh, Zelda, you know, because it the first game had like come out maybe a couple years before, so it was yeah. like, still a big thing. And I was like, oh, I love it. You know, it's fantasy. It's knights and princesses and big scary monsters and swords and fairies and, and secrets. And you can blow up caves and everything. Right. And uh, 
Um, I feel I'm just going to hate me for the story. <laughs> there was my, my nana, my grandmother, m- made my sister and I go to Sunday school because we needed a life. Y'all need some Jesus in your lives. And we're like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I was basically get get the kids out of the house so mom and dad can have some alone time. <laughs> and our Sunday school teacher got like these like little sticker books. Like it was a coloring book and then you could put stickers in certain little dotted line patterns and... And then color around them, you know. Nice, mm-hmm. yeah. I well, remember those. When presented with my choice, I took the Legend of Zelda one because I love the game. And then the Sunday school teacher got really mad because I was supposed to take take the Precious Moments one, you know, the oh. this skinny faced <laughs> children with the huge eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I was like, I don't want that. Oh, that looks weird. And so, like, the boys in my class got really upset. It's like, that's for girls. And I was like, yeah, well, I got to pick first. Meh. That makes this for <laughs> girls too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, forget all that, man. Whatever you like is what you get. That's man. right. story. That's right. I was like, sorry, Bouchy. I guess you need to talk to the teacher. Uh, <laughs> and my, my grandmother tried to make me give it up. It's like, oh, don't you want this one, honey? It's like, you know, these are so cute. And look, this has a little girl in it like you. And I was like, no, nah, I want this one. Like, I was like, I'm not... <laughs> no. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Zelda is my my favorite Nintendo series of all time. So I I 100% the music, the gameplay, like everything about Zelda is just fantastic. Well, I know I grew up watching the the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. So yes. like every oh, yeah. Friday it was the Zelda <laughs> cartoon. Super like, oh, excuse <laughs> me, princess. And, <laughs> and it was just so 80s. It was oh, like yes. oh, yeah. unapologetically bad. <laughs> and going, I, I watched it again when I was in grad school with some friends, and we were like, "Oh my god, we how were did we all like this? High. What is yeah. this?" In the eighties, everybody had a cartoon. It's uh, true. Hulk Hogan. Uh, I, I think what um, GI Joe and who was uh, the Walker Texas Ranger? Who who played Chuck Walker? Norris? Te- Chuck yeah, Norris. Chuck yeah. Norris had a cartoon. Chuck Norris cried. Oh my god, did. <laughs> And it was so bad. It was just hilarious. I know. Going back and watching it as an adult, it's like, oh, wow, we had shit taste, man. It's like, how did our parents not strangle us? Just low standards. They, they low set standards. the bar low. Yeah. So that's that. That's the mistake they do nowadays. It's everything's so well produced and easy access that, I mean, it, it really, it, it's hard to break in when everything's just so well fucking done nowadays. Mm-hmm. So what do you, what do you nerd out about now? Uh, still video games. <laughs> awesome. Nice. Yeah. Um, I, I for my birthday, my husband got me uh, the Mass Effect Legendary. Oh, oh very cool. nice. So I'm I'm playing through that again. Um. Oh my god, the graphics are so much better. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. But like, I I really enjoy playing like indie games. Um, yeah. Like the little games. It's it's you you got to go back to your roots, right? Mm-hmm. You can't just play you know you know AAA title everything. Yeah. yeah. It's like you know you gotta. You got to support little guys too. That's and how I'll, they become I'll... big guys is, exactly. is they get enough support. And my husband was like, "Hey, I found this cool game on on uh, Steam. I, I think you'd like it." And I was like, oh, "All right, I'll sit down and play it." And I'm just like, "Tick tick 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 click 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 click." <laughs> like I I love games that that have simple graphics but have a really compelling story. Oh yes. Um, oh yes. Like I'm an actor. I had like, "Where where is this going? How does it develop the plot?" Some. <laughs> Well, and uh, you have to have that to be a good indie game because you mm-hmm. don't have much else to work with at that point. Like yeah. it's, it's 
graphic design it's, it's how cool are the characters and how unique is the story that's how i found like limbo which is so good a huge game now but back in like two what was it 2008 or so when it dropped like yeah. it wasn't it wasn't all that big and now it's it's really popular and that company is doing very well for themselves do they have anything else out because like i i played limbo i played inside um they had i think I those are the only two that called. come to mind for me but I'm sorry, I forget what it was. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> uh, we'll get, everyone can Google that right now. Yeah, yeah, um, that's right. That's right. If you're uh, watching this, was, Google it. And, it, and then the, tweet those at Those games were so good because yeah. there was zero voice acting. Uh, the graphics were black and white. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Simple, just, just, compelling, haunting. Yes. And it told a story. That, it told a wonderful story. Like, I love that. Was, it was like a moving graphic novel. And, yeah. um, and the thing is that you're still not really sure what it's about. Um, <laughs> well, it's up like, to interpretation for every everybody who plays it. And I, I love uh, that. I streamed Limbo for, for a few of my people. And we were talking about it. And I was like, okay, here, let's open up the discussion. What do you think this story is is about? And people were like, oh, I don't know. You know it seems like, you know, various stages of hell because it's like Limbo and you know, children are always supposed to go to limbo and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, cool. And, you know, just kind of do like the psychiatrist inkblot test with this game. Right. And, <laughs> and I was talking about the car crash theory and um, childhood fears and stuff like that. And people were like, oh, wow, okay, I see this now and blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> it's just really fun because those games are so are open to interpretation. But it's like, okay. Yeah. This scene, what does this represent? What does this mean? How does it fit into the larger narrative? And I, I just script analysis everything. And <laughs> I can't have fun. It's like, what does this mean? <laughs> so what, what uh, besides Mass Effect, what, what would you say, like, are some of your, your favorite games? Um, well, if you, okay, if you can pinpoint. Or, or a genre. Yeah, like, we can genre and then name a few. Okay, okay. Um, I... <laughs> I, I can tell you I am not good with uh, horror games. I, I cannot do survival horror. Um, <laughs> That's my sister and my wife, yeah. Love it. It's like, it's like I can't do Resident e- Evil, Parasite Eve, uh, freaking Insomnia, uh, <laughs> other scary games. I, it's like because I'm such a perfect audience for it because <laughs> I can see a jump scare coming a mile away. But it still gets you. Because of framing. It, it's, it's all, it's all uh, like acting theory. It's like, okay. There's too much negative space here. What's and then like <laughs> I'm hiding and then rah, I was like I already knew it was coming. Ah! <laughs> and you think that would like inoculate me, but it just makes it worse. <laughs> yeah, because you have a longer period of uh, intense anticipation. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And uh, I'm just so bad at it. Uh, what was the game? Uh, it was on GameCube. Uh, the main character, her name was Alex Royvis. Eternal darkness. Eternal darkness. Okay. I was already looking it up. Thank you. <laughs> it's like, first of all, I was like, oh, okay, I want to play this game. Her name is Alex. My name is Alex. Hey. And Perfect then I got match. to. And the thing is, this game pulled jump scares like you would not fucking believe. <laughs> like, there was one point where you, like, go into the bathroom and you're, like, exploring and everything. And then you, like, it'll, like, give a little, like, ping over here, like, at the bathtub. And so you, like, okay, hit action button. And here, here's she, the camera pans and it's her dead in the tub like and oh jeez like, ah, 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 no no oh god and it was like and like she goes a little bit more insane and i'm just yeah. like 
So oh, it's like haunted, it's haunted. <laughs> See, I, I love horror stuff like that, the, where it's unexpected. Mm-hmm. You know, the jump scares aren't just the classic cliche, like you, you were explaining earlier. You know, you can see it coming from a mile away. and You know, yeah. I, I like the ones that really surprise you. That is a true surprise. And it takes well, you, you're expecting something here, but something happens here. Well, and another one in the game, like this one, like played to, to the gamer. There was one point where it blue screens on you. And you're oh. like, oh no, on oh, my console. <laughs> and then like it immediately comes back into the game. It like gives you not the fear of the character, <laughs> but the fear of the player. Right. Oh geez, I, I like that. I, I was like, I that was like, oh, that that's one. clever. Fuck you. But that was good. <laughs> <laughs> I can respect that, you son of a bitch. But yeah, it's like I so I can't do horror games. I do like action platformers. I know it's kind of like, you know, light and fluffy, but hey, I like there's it. There's nothing wrong with well, it. The fun point of gaming and... is to have fun. Exactly. You know, these these people who are like, oh, you don't really experience the game playing it on easy. It's like, well, fuck you. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, it accomplishes what it needs to do. It got my money and I'm playing it. And, and I'm, I'm having fun. It. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If I wanted challenged, I would try and do physical activity and fail why yeah (laughs) would i do that that sounds gross and sweaty i'm like (laughs) i will play it on a higher difficulty but i i always have to do easy first and it's not just so you know oh well now i know where everything is no it's i want to be able to enjoy the Mm storyline because like not everything is call of duty um get online and shoot people like some things actually have stories to tell (laughs) and I, i i do enjoy that I think it's getting lost on people a little bit for a little while, Mm -hmm. but it's it's coming back. Like the Telltale games are doing a good job of uh, injecting story back into video games and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's a strange part because um, I say younger generation, you know, take that as you will. Again, I'm 36. Uh, And people will just like press X, press X, press X through all the story and cutscenes, And then they'll be like, wait, what? What's happening? What's what's going on? I was like, listen, you, you skipped it all. It's like, but, but it was it, so long. I will give one e- exception to that, and that's Pokemon. Any Pokemon games, they have so much unnecessary dialogue in those games. <laughs> they they really do. have to. <laughs> like, but what no. was it? Uh, Metal Gear 4? Sons of the Patriots. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sons of the, the Patriots, Patriots. Where it was like a 45 minute cutscene. Oh. And I was playing with my friend, <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'm going to make a sandwich. Uh, <laughs> like, let me know what I miss. And he's like, they're just talking. Uh, but yeah. yeah, it's like, I get that. I'm like, all right, we get it. You know, ooh, cinematic, cool. Yeah, uh, you should have made a movie and then released the video game separate. <laughs> right? See, I'm, Tie-in. I'm one of those guys, if if the cutscenes are voiced, or if anything's voiced, I'll let it I'll let it go. I'll, I'll let it go and just listen to everything. And, and sometimes... You don't realize how long it is. <laughs> you know, I was playing uh, Bravely Default 2. And beautiful game, wonderful game. The voice acting was spot on. You know, the story was great. The gameplay was awesome. But there were multiple times that my Switch would go into low power mode in the middle. of So my screen would start going dark because the cutscene oh, had yeah, been going so long. for so long. <laughs> it goes into sleep mode. No. So I'm like, okay, I just got to make sure I'm like just pushing the down button or something. Yeah, just wiggle something. And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what would you say is one of your favorite action platformers? Um, I really love uh Prince of Persia: Sands of Time. Ooh, oh, nice. That's, a good one. that's one of my favorites. Uh, I think I have that was- over there. 
It was so pretty. And I'm like, we're talking like, it was it's a GameCube. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. It's, you know, everything is scaled right. up from there. <laughs> but it was like, it was all blues and beiges and it's kind of like this like soft focus yeah. um, early 2000s uh, like glamour shot kind of thing. Yes. And yep. I, I have the other two over there too. The other two PS2 Prince of Persia games. I, I hated the other two. I was so mad because <laughs> I haven't like, played that... them. <laughs> so like like Prince of Persia or, or Sands of Time. Uh, like just did everything right, and then I was like, oh yeah. oh new game new game, and I was like, this isn't this isn't the same. What did you think of the Jake Gyllenhaal movie? Did you see it? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It was so bad. Like that. That should have been like a, a time dagger. Just undo. <laughs> I was, I was like, this is not I okay. I was no. like, come on. I think that's that's a movie. Maybe they could make now. But there's a, there's a lot of times where they make video games into movies and then they just lose the story completely in in the translation. Um, I think... Mortal Kombat what? <laughs> Look, those are a guilty pleasure, okay? I, I watched it with... I watched it and I was like, this is so bad, I love it! Right? Dude, like, I, I, I love watch... the original ones. It, it had, I yeah. know! <laughs> the first one was the best, and the, the new one, it had, it had sort of the soul of the old ones, where it was just really bad and that's why you like it and there's yeah. a lot of blood and a lot of gore and that's just you're that's not what, watching it for the plot what'd you they're, sign up for the plot is these people need to fight each other like yeah there's just a <laughs> carnal need title. to fight you know that's the plot it's it's kind of like the the godzilla king kong movie mm-hmm. you know sure yeah. are there plot holes a mile wide sure yeah but it advertised giant lizard fighting giant gorilla and it delivered giant lizard fighting giant gorilla i'm satisfied not winning any oscars that's okay um fine (laughs) but there are i'm waiting for because did you ever play the bioshock games i love bioshock okay because yeah so do we and i'm just i'm waiting i want to see it get its chance on the big screen and become a movie that would be really cool i want them to ruin it there's rumor they're working on another game and i'm i'm excited for that because, you know, the first one was almost like a horror game. I absolutely loved it. The second one it was, was yeah, much was more greedy. action-based, still enjoyable. Infinite, though, blew my mind. I, uh, of the three, I love Infinite. Oh, yeah. Um, this, and, and that's I've played it like five times. <laughs> I've, I've talked to so many people who hated Infinite because it's not like the original. And I'm like, but it the story was so good. Yeah. Like, and I was... I, I was oh. on psychedelics when I played the through the end, and it was it <laughs> fucked me up for a while, and I I haven't touched it since. But... I saw See, it go. Uh, no. uh, um, like I loved it because, um, well, I mean, if you take the series as a whole, it really talks. Let me get you know my historian on here. Yeah. It talks a lot both the all um the series in general talks a lot about American exceptionalism, mm-hmm. and uh, we've got you know. Galt's gulch under the sea, you know, at yeah. the shred shit. Um, I mean, like the bad guy's name, the, the final boss is named Atlas. And I'm just like, you're not Coincidence? even trying. I think not. <laughs> glorious. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay. Let's, let's you know, shoehorn that all the way in. Uh, <laughs> right on the nose. And then with Infinite, we're talking about um, right after the Civil War and that um, yeah. separatist movement. 
uh, instead of going west, they go up. And you see, like, the, the isolationism uh, really come into play. And, like, I was like, oh, wow, yeah, this is racist as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I also love that it didn't shy away from that. It didn't no, down. Yeah, they didn't it. pull the blows. They didn't soften it. And, I mean. And that's if, what I appreciate about the game. Because, yeah. like, you got, you know, gamer bros who are like, oh, yeah, fighting. Da, 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 da. It's like, oh, you made it all political. I'm like, welcome to America. If, if they toned it down, it would have seemed disingenuous. It, it and... would have been a sterilized view. And that's yeah. exactly what you don't want to do. It's like you got to see all of it, you know, for yeah. warts and all and, and the blood spatter, too. And, and you got to commend them for their bravery to do something like that. Because mm-hmm. it was that could have a... been received a lot yeah. worse than it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like the opening sequence when there's not, you know, you're you're just where Booker's just, you know, exploring Columbia and you get to that first uh, encounter where it's the raffle to oh, throw the yeah. first ball at, at the interracial couple and you're right. just like like everything else was like ooh magic and science maybe and what's happening and then you're like oh oh no oh god oh no but yeah like I loved it and I wish I that if that could be a movie yeah. yes because yes. you've got you've got the history you've got like the sci-fi uh, aspects. You've got time travel. You've got uh, dirigibles. Dirigibles. The, the kind of steampunk, <laughs> yeah, elements yeah. to it, and like well, it and just like, hits every sci-fi nerd, you know, trope, and it's wonderful. <laughs> and I loved, I love the Lutes twins. Um, they are my favorite characters in the history of ever. And the thing <laughs> is, I, I keep talking about my family here. My sister. At the time, looked exactly like looked like the the female Lutes twin. Oh, and like nice. she, I was like, <laughs> I was playing the game with her. Like she came over and we were just kind of hammering through it. And she's, I was like, it, it, you. And like, <laughs> she's like, hold up. She goes in my bathroom for like fifteen minutes, comes back out, and she's got her hair in the in the Gibson girl updo. Oh no! Nice. And I was like. <gasps> So I always wanted to like cosplay it with her, like yeah. as myself as the the male twin Robert, um, <laughs> in like you know the that sharp seersucker suit and the mm-hmm. ties and the coin and all of this. And I was like, if I get my sister to do it, that way we. I have a very masculine jawline. I accept that. <laughs> She's very heart shaped, and I was like, people would eat that shit up. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, I mean, I mean cons are opening back up, you know, probably within the next year for everybody. Hopefully within mm-hmm. the next year. Here limited, or so. limited, you know, people. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, you're starting to get them opening up. And, and, you know, I expect to see you at one in that cosplay hey, now. Hey, people got people to gotta ask. I'm like a vampire. You got to, inv- I have to be invited <laughs> in. <laughs> Anything else you kind of uh, uh lean on i mean did, did you like the star wars franchise do you do um, comic i love books? star wars uh and this is a good segue uh, okay, of, an, cool, of cool. a very Perfect. strange nerd uh nerd aren't we all <laughs> <laughs> i collect barbies nice so does and... my daughter Yay! <laughs> it's not and, uncommon um, <laughs> like you you don't hear of it happening anymore especially yeah it's you know, it's not as popular. if it's women my age it's weird you know well <laughs> i think nowadays it's more like the spe- specialty uh barbies that they release like once a year yeah. or the the crossovers they do with like you know with disney princesses and i mean stuff what's the difference sort of runs you collecting barbies than me collecting barbies 
Exactly. Yeah. Which is not and brand name. Yeah, <laughs> you know all the Funko Pops you see up there. Like, yeah, it's it's figurines. You mm-hmm. know. <laughs> Uh, but They're no, I, I action figures, mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I finally bought uh, all of the Star Wars Barbie special edition. Oh, oh nice. There there are six in the series and plus a seventh if you're an exclusive member. Um, oh, nice. Which I am because of course, yeah. And they are fucking lit. Oh my god! Like yeah. if you. If you go onto Mattel.com, you can see the uh, like the whole series. It's like high fashion uh, interpretations of like Leia and Vader and a stormtrooper and C-3PO and R2-D2 and Chewbacca. And I was like, Chewbacca looking fine, y'all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hate myself because uh... I, I hate puns, but it's like it's Kashyyyk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's like she's got like this like. Um, Ushanka fur hat and wearing a furry vest and like furry UGG boots and uh, <laughs> just just draped out in fur and like the box itself like it's a strange window box it's like you know there's like traditional like pink box with the window so you mm-hmm, can see yeah. the doll um these are almost completely clear plastic so you can turn it around and see oh nice but the boxes close well there's like a little plastic hair dually basically like a a seal on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. if you you can pull it off thankfully in one piece so you can like open the box and display it. But Chewbacca's since it's like special edition, the little seal is furry. And Oh, was, that's like, awesome. It's like you got like this like textile tactile feel of it and you're like, "Oh, this this feels special." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so now it. I'm working oh, on how to build an acrylic display so I can put them all on display without opening the boxes themselves and depreciating the value because mm-hmm, right. uh, I'm a huge nerd for that. Um, I, like I have one, I have one Funko out of a box and that's my little tiny Cersei. Well, from Game see of Thrones. with the number of Funko that we have, if they weren't, if they were still in box, uh, my office here would literally just be floor to ceiling Funko. Well, oh, man. we've we've talked about a lot of different fandoms and a lot of different things that we nerd out for. So one of the questions that I really like to ask is if you had to get stuck in a world, you know, you got isekai'd into a different universe, what universe would you want to be in? Ooh, good question. I know it's tough because there's so many and you got to think we, about like, am I going to die? Right uh, we have the right answer, but we still want to hear yours. <laughs> A universe where I can get back to my own um, <laughs> that has the technology <laughs> to travel between worlds. Uh, I don't know. I love D&D. Like, I'd love to, you know, be in a high fantasy world with, with magic but, and but dragons. Are you, are you still just you when you get there? Well, see, the thing, the n- nice thing I with would D&D, if I were just me when I got there, I'd be screwed. Oh, yeah, no, I'd be dead in an instant. <laughs> um, but the, the nice thing with D&D is, you know, if you're you, a human, you, dice and you, you get, get extra skill points, <laughs> you know, so so you can improve yourself as soon as you get there. And <laughs> Yeah, I'd find a nice NPC shop and settle in and then <laughs> an adventure. There you go. Yeah, you, go. You, you could go along the same sort of vein and go to like Skyrim. And then that way, if you wanted to level up your skills, you could just like jump for yeah. a couple hours and then suddenly your jump skill would be super good. Yeah. No, <laughs> Honest pay for honest work. Now, now with D and D, what class would you be if you got? Oh, look, my hands down, like my my immediate go to is ranger. Uh, I I would have guessed like bard. 
Um, I played Bard. I love playing Bard. <laughs> Bard is fun. Like, Bard if, is fun. If I'm gonna do like yeah. an action thing, like I do Ranger. Um, that's that's a I have some great, great answer, stories yeah. as a bard though. <laughs> uh, I mean that that's just a bard's life. I mean it's true. <laughs> like okay, when I was in grad school, I played with with some other uh, PhD candidates and and spouses and things, and uh, the group we had together, I was a bard, and we were going up to this mountain town, and it turns out that this mountain town is a home of a very famous bard. Um, so I'm just like, yay, sightseeing. Um, <laughs> and like, there's like a problem because there's always a problem. Well, I mean, that's the name of the game. It's true. <laughs> and I thought so, it was like, Dungeons and Dragons, but nope. okay. There were no dungeons and no dragons <laughs> and I was lied to, sir. Um, <laughs> there's problems. <laughs> I won Dungeons and Dragons and it was advanced. Um, <laughs> uh, and so like the rest of the party went to like, there was like a camp of inquisitors or something. And I was like, uh, I'm going to do some shopping. Uh, okay, bye. Y'all have fun storming the castle. And so like <laughs> my my DM knows I love doing puzzles and, and, and figuring out clues and shit. So he made this whole like little mini adventure for my bard where cool, I... Cool. I I'm going through his town and like finding clues and like little little scrolls of blah blah <laughs> blah and and finding that we were searching for his lost folio like like Shakespeare's folio and so I finally get to this place and go downstairs and there's like a beep 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 boop thing but you know fantasy um <laughs> and it turns out that folio is not like a manuscript or you know a pack of songs folio is a magic flute that talks that nice. um he, he wrote his songs with it was his collaborator yeah um, i like that so, so i'm like guys i found a magic talking flute and they're like we got an ear cut off and <laughs> it was like, we got van gogh <laughs> yeah it's like they're like you know getting like hacked to shreds and i'm like la, 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 la. <laughs> doing my own thing i love it you obviously you've been in some anime. Do you and have you enjoyed watching anime in your throughout your life? Oh yeah. Um. Uh. When I was very little, again, uh, probably too young to probably be watching anime. Isn't that always yeah. the, how yeah, it happens? Like, and we're talking like they just put those things on TV and it's, it's cartoons. It must be okay. <laughs> That's right. Uh, when it was like. Early 90s, mid 90s, uh, when it first started hitting the airwaves. Yeah. Um, when it was still airwaves. <laughs> <laughs> I still change I can't my channels, what channels with the knob. Yeah, back in my day. Uh, <laughs> it was when it was, uh, I think sci fi did like a Saturday morning thing, like uh, animation station, or when it was like, mm -hmm. and I, I, I shudder to use the word Japanimation. Like there was, they would do like old, well, I mean, it's old school now, but it was like, my parents would sit up and watch with us, like, Galaxy Express 3-9 or uh, Vampire Hunter D and, like, nice. those, like, oh, those nice. elongated form uh, anime, like, you know, what yeah. we would consider very old school today. Mm -hmm. And there was they a channel any, like, that was... like, Robotech and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, Sailor Moon was my gateway drug uh, <laughs> for a lot of people. It was like, I would run home to watch Sailor Moon and my sister would run home to watch Dragon Ball Z. So yeah, it was, it was either, it was one of the two. It was, it was a house of it. Yep. And then... Yeah. See, I had a younger sister, started, so we had both. Yeah. yeah <laughs> when, when they started on Tsunami, they did Sailor Moon, then Dragon Ball Z, mm -hmm. and then you got, 
whatever else they are playing. But Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball Z never changed for so many years. And the other ones you went through, like you, Hawk Show or yeah. uh, Outlaw Tenchi Star, Muyo, or Tenchi yeah. Gundam yeah. Wing, Tenchi Muyo. Cowboy My Bebop. mom loves Tenchi Muyo. Tenchi Muyo. Uh, <laughs> I like Tenchi which, Muyo. which one? Um, yeah, there are quite a few now. I know there are a few series. Um, I honestly don't know. I guess it was... Tenchi Muyo in love. I don't. I don't remember. It was like the the GMX or something. One um, is the one I watched. I found it on DVD a while back. I was like, what? Yeah, it's <laughs> like I, I I was too young to realize that they were like you know different chapters and stuff like that. Mm -hmm, so right. I think it was Tenchi Muyo in love. But yeah, we like my mom loved watching Gundam Wing. Nice. Uh, my mom was big into like space opera. So, uh, <laughs> oh, very cool. You did some uh, work on Space Dandy, didn't you? Or I did. I did. A, I did a very little bit. Um, I was a boobies waitress. Uh, I'm Doctor Jell's mother. They have so many great space operas and anime. I, I, mm -hmm. I mean, did she get to experience and love them all, like the Outlaw Star and the stuff like that? I remember Outlaw Star. I my my parents didn't like anime, so I, oh, okay. I didn't have that sort of relationship. <laughs> Neither did my parents, but it's, it that's was okay. like like they all had their own different flavor. I mean, like the plot was basically the same, some big political event, right? And you know, try to take over planets and blah blah blah. I really enjoyed the visuals of a lot of them. I mean, because you know they're all kind of basically the same plot. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> for, for us a lot of the deciding factor oftentimes comes down to the music too like mm -hmm. music plays a big role in cowboy bebop watching oh, yeah. cowboy bebop that's, is the perfect anime and that, i will that's my tattoo well noise. Uh, will the, we just yeah. we just bonded I will even, anyone that says otherwise we just bonded even further because that is by far our favorite we actually yes. just bought the the vinyl that came out because they released oh, yeah. a vinyl yeah, yeah. for the first time that is so cool. Like, I saw, I had friends that are on the album. Uh, so I was like, yay! Yeah. Go Don Bennett! <laughs> yeah, like, oh man, we could talk for hours just Cowboy Bebop and the music and just everything about that. So kind of segueing from that, what what kind, what is your favorite kind of music? Um, Let's see, I'm kind of on like an ACDC kick right now. Oh, nice. Um, I want to say like, I've been kind of like rocking like this Trans Am jock rock for a little while. Um. Because it's real fun to build cosplay to. Because it feels like I'm like working under a car and like, you know, sweating. <laughs> you get that and, like uh, classic like just... montage feel to it. Yeah, it's like here's a <laughs> welding torch and I'm like, black and, and, and I'm like, yeah, I'm a badass. Watch me sew this. Mm, you know? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Every once in a while, I get like on a Zydeco kick. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's like, like Cajun. Cajun bluegrass and all of this. It's like That's, the great thing about Zydeco yeah. is that like you have to be a certain level of drunk to listen to it. <laughs> it's like you can get there's there's drunk enough to where you understand what they're saying. And then just a hair above that is holding on to the ground so you don't fall off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we try I was listening to it in a dressing room one time and like we're just it we're trying to sing along with it and we're all just kind of we tried to put the story together and there was yeah. like uh you leave toot toot alone or something like that <laughs> <laughs> we're just like did we solve zydeco <laughs> we figured it out we cracked that code we cracked That's the great. code <laughs> um i love yuri on ice i have the soundtrack oh um, yeah yeah mm -hmm. i i use it a lot for movement pieces like if I'm just kind of like freeforming, like 
Like dancing? Yeah. You do dancing? I like to pretend oh. I can. <laughs> well, if other people share that's... that opinion, it's entirely <laughs> <laughs> That's one step further than what I can do, which is, well, I don't even try. Well, I mean, there's like, no. all right, cool. This is dancing. This counts. I'm moving rhythmically. Yeah, that's right. Um, My son does that. It's great. Are we gonna are we gonna bust out into a dance party? Is that what we're doing? We're about to do. What? Oh, oh. I'll overlay some music or something over this. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'll put like Cotton Eye Joe or something. We well, gotta. We need the rights to whatever you use. So. <laughs> well, uh, not if it's one of your song songs. I was. Yeah, I was in a band. You can have some of those. Just put that over top of it. Uh, I'm kidding. We want good music. <laughs> uh, the opening to Yuri on Ice. Uh, I can't even Freeform. think of it. Freeform dancing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It actually works really well for a waltz. Does it? Mm-hmm. Nice. I can see that. Uh, yeah. I That's one thing I used to be able to do. I used to be able to waltz. I, had, uh, I haven't done it since high school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yep. I, I, I love ballroom. I, it's, yeah. I do a lot of weird shit. <laughs> There's nothing wrong kind with of, that. It, it's We're, like I'm, I'm I can nerd for a lot of things. We we are all about that nerd life, so it <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, fine. I mean, at one point in time, me and him knew how to sword dance, Scottish sword, like dance, Scottish sword so. dance. Oh in, shit! Yeah, in high school, we we were both part of uh, Brigadoon. Yeah, yeah. No, we learned that, and so that was. I still remember a little bit about it, like the the hopping over the sword and the spinning. And, uh, yeah, I thought we were gonna like dance sword fight nope That's you lay them on the ground and and you no. dance over the swords. Yeah, it's not as it's not as cool but it's still it was really uh, fun to do though it was really fun to do bet. you know and i, I was i was uh if you're familiar with brigadoon i was charlie the the the, the man getting married um yes. and like singing during the sword dance part that we did was it was just so much fun so much uh, yeah i went from like early on when we first started doing musicals and plays to being like one of the main characters to being like in the background to eventually i just was in the music pit playing music because that's <laughs> why that's what i evolved into because i wanted to be a musician more so than an actor mm-hmm. and uh you just kept doing your thing and yeah I'd, uh, <laughs> it's like I, i'm not a fan of musical theater but i i'm well versed in it it's yeah. like, yeah, because this came from this era and blah, blah, blah. And like, I could tell you all the particulars about it. I won't sing it. Um, <laughs> See, I, I enjoy at least singing. around other people. Like, I really like singing. And on, I, I like to think I'm pretty good at it. Uh, people have told me as such. So I don't know. Maybe they're just lying to my face to make me feel better. Well, uh, this is- I'll karaoke like a motherfucker. Uh, like, <laughs> like, I can carry a tune. I can't carry a show. There's a total difference. There is a completely (laughs) different dynamic of like the movement, the dancing, the like everything involved with that while keeping your breathing and the singing Mm -hmm. in tune. And it's it's difficult. Yeah. I mean, they're athletes. There's just no other way about it. You know, obviously, I'm I'm not so much anymore. (laughs) But you have a body. It's in shape. Round is a shape. (laughs) You just call me fat. Uh, (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm just picking on you. It's fine. <laughs> oh, Don't want her getting like, oh my god. <laughs> no, I. Uh, <laughs> I I developed a thing where I did. I don't like the sound of my own voice, and which sucks for me because I ended up being, you know, I'm I'm the front man of our band. I'm doing we, a, we this do a podcast, podcast. You know, I, <laughs> I do nothing but hear my own voice now, and I I never liked the sound of my own voice. 
Uh, so I did, do you like the sound of your voice being an actor and, uh, I'm probably done... one of the only people that do like the sound of my voice. If the comic sections <laughs> are ever to be believed, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, well, I mean, I have so many, like how many, I mean, if you go back and like, you know, from the beginning of this podcast, uh, how my voice yeah. has changed. Like right. I can start down here and then by the end of things, I'll get about here and then I get here really gravelly. <laughs> and so it's like, I don't know what I sound like anymore. So I'm just like, oh, who's that? Oh, that's me. Neat. It's always a surprise. Um, but yeah, it's like, I. there are times when I'm like, oh my God, why do I sound like that? Why do we, I'll get real tinny. And I feel like my voice will get really, really small and, and I'm shy. And I'm like, I'm not. I am absolutely not. And then I get here into like mom voice and, you know, telephone <laughs> voice when I have to, you know, hi, this is Alex Moore from blah, 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 blah. I'm just checking on this. Tell me about it. And uh, it's, it's like, oh, okay. Yes, ma'am. And it's Back like, to you, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll be back right after this. Um, <laughs> um, but my parents were DJs. So, you know, I, I get the radio oh, nice. voice. Oh, see, I've, there you go. <laughs> I've 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 had this low of a register since I was about twelve, and <laughs> you had to get stuck in one voice that you've done for a show. What voice would you want to be stuck oh, no. in? Uh, one that's not your own, obviously, because there's okay. always at least one role you do that is pretty much just you. <laughs> I don't think I've ever played my use my really? own voice in anything I've done. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm I'm always like you know because you you've got the bigger name actors who can do that and they're like I'm playing the twelve other like little boy characters and I'm also their <laughs> mothers so it's like you know six for the price of one <laughs> and um let me think does it have to be an anime um no no okay um well any voice Just any voice that's not your own uh I would have to say that uh recently I played Van Helsing in a radio broadcast of Dracula Ooh. cool. And so I'd like to be able to uh, do the kind of almost uh, German. Uh, I don't know why I went French right there. Um, I'm doing a show in French now. Um, it bleeds over. It really does. It shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I'm stuck doing, I'm doing Scarlet Pimpernel right now. I'm playing the bad guy. Um, so it's like everything <laughs> right now is uh, very French. And uh, <laughs> I can't get German in my mouth right now. <laughs> That. It's fine. We, pu we put you on the spot. So. I, I'm very embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you do you have anything? So you have, hey, no, are no, we no, just no, about to ask the same my question. question? My question. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Do you have any? Do you have any uh, amusing or crazy like on the job moments? Be it in the booth, on the stage, at, at home, in the studio, throwing like up on everything. Um, Was that the question you were going to ask? <laughs> no, no. But it started off the same. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, let me thank you. After you, Alec. I think. <laughs> too kind, too kind. Let's see. When I was at a convention, uh, oh, no, 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 not even that. Um, I was working a show at a dinner theater because that pays bills. Um, and the thing is that uh, they cast three deep because it goes for 11 months out of the year. Um, oh, man. Oh, wow. So, so That's a commitment. They switch out, they switch out people. Uh, so they have three actors who can play a role. So people can get a break, right? Right. And the thing is, Caitlin Glass and I were both members of this company, and we both played the same character. Oh, Caitlin's such an amazing person. I love her. <laughs> um, but the problem was, like, at the time, I had very long red hair, and Caitlin Glass has very long red hair. Yeah. 
And the thing is that we would get fans in every once in a while uh, who'd be wearing their like full metal alchemist shirts and all of this. And I'm like, oh no, they think I'm Caitlyn. <laughs> and, <laughs> and after the show, like we're, we, we take pictures with, with patrons and, and all of this and, and talk and just gab or whatever. And, uh, Sure enough, these like little little teenage otakus would come up and they're like, "Oh my god, I loved you!" And Caitlin Glass roll, and I'm like, "Oh, honey, that's <laughs> that's very sweet, but I'm not Caitlin Glass. I'm Alex Moore. See?" And like point to my headshot on the wall. It says Alex Moore, and <laughs> and they'd be like, with with their program to be signed by Caitlin Glass, and then just walk away. Oh, and I'm no. like, and I'm like, I know, I'm sad. I'm not Caitlin either. <laughs> See, you could have just been nice to them and just said, well, thank you, and signed it. No, I can't do that. Because they're like, Caitlin they... Glass is such a bitch. And, it's like, <laughs> and then I can't do that. I can't do that. I'd be a terrible person. Oh, um, shit. And then I've had people at conventions come up and, like, pull out a wall scroll. I'm like, oh, my God, I loved you in Caitlin Glass roll. And I'm like, and it's like, can you sign by your picture? And I'm like. Do you uh, have a copy of my picture? I'm like, <laughs> uh, I wasn't on that show. You know, it's like... I, it, you know what's mildly ironic about that is I have a Full Metal Alchemist wall scroll. <laughs> <laughs> it's not signed by Caitlin, but I, I have one. Would you sign it for him? <laughs> yeah, would you sign it? As Caitlin? <laughs> I won't tell her. I won't tell her. Alex but. Moore, a.k.a. Almost Caitlin Glass. Um, that should be in all dude, your programs going forward. Right. <laughs> Hi, I'm Alex Moore, not Caitlin Glass. Uh, okay, the two of you that stayed, um, <laughs> you you people obviously. What have what, what are your me. questions? Um, why aren't you Caitlin Glass? Genetics. Like these kids would come up with, like, I just bought this wall scroll for sixty dollars, and I'm like, dude, you keep the receipt. Sixty dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's a convention. Oh yeah, you know? convention oh, prices right. are always okay. dumb. But uh, do you do you have anything else that you want to plug? Any stuff that you're working on? Any sure. anything that you're allowed to talk to? Yeah, allowed to of, talk about. Don't don't there's... break any NDAs for us. We're not yeah. worried. Uh, people can always follow me on Twitter uh, at Alex Moore Actor. Uh, it's also my website, alexmoreactor.com. Uh, yeah, on Instagram, I... Alex Moore Actor, because I'm real good at branding. Uh, <laughs> Um, would you like to, uh, intro your own episode for As this podcast? As it makes sense doing it at the end. Totes. Hi there. I'm Alex Moore, the voice of Lola on One Piece, Flair Corona on Fairy Tale, Susano on Devil is a Part-Timer, and you are listening to Two Dads and a Podcast. And there you have it, guys. Alex yep. Moore, a.k.a. Caitlin Glass. I will hydrate to that. Absolutely. Hey, your cup's bigger than mine. What the it fuck? is. It's also got ice water in it. So, because that's what I do. So did so did mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so ice, that was our ice interview. Water. Ice ice water. Yeah, <laughs> we know what you're talking about. <laughs> that was our interview with the amazingly talented Alex Moore. She's yes. uh, she's fantastic and she's fun to follow, especially on Twitter. She's extremely active. She is very okay. very active on Twitter. She has a Twitch oh. as well. Pretty much everything. Yeah. If if you search Alex Moore actor, you can find her on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead and keep thinking about it. This dead space is great for the podcast. Oh, it's perfect. 
<laughs> but yeah, she, she dude, she's so much of a nerd. She's a huge gamer, a huge real, like gaming yeah. fan. I was actually Look, really surprised. We with, talked to a lot of voice actors doing this, and not nearly as many of them are as nerdy as you would think. But she is one hundred percent like she's going off. She's doing uh, a larping and stuff. Like she's into it, and it's really cool to get some of the sort of stories that we get out of these uh voice actors amazingly talented people and if you go onto our patreon and uh just five bucks a month you can get the full interviews yourself the full Um, interview so uncut like this one was was an hour long how long was it actually it was over two hours long total yeah very very watch me eat bowls of cereal how fun is that i mean you get country felix in one of those <laughs> videos. All right. That one's not uploaded yet. Not yet, oh, but not it will yet? be soon. Okay. It will be it's soon. Coming, coming to a computer near you. That's right. That's right. But guys, if you have any comments, questions, if, if you want to just chat about the interviews or anything else about the podcast, let us know on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can email us at 2dap2020 at gmail.com. You can also just comment on our YouTube videos themselves. Now, usually this is where I go into the Patreon thing, but I already did that, so fuck it. Let's just end the goddamn thing. So I guess... <laughs> Next time on Two Dads and a Podcast. I'm not really sure what's going to happen. I, I I swear every, at least yeah. every other week, I, I, I well, follow that you know up what? with that. Usually, usually we plan these things out, but with your surgery next week, yes, we're I, sort I have of a surgery. just kind of going to coast through things. So, yeah, I, I've, I've got a surgery coming up for my sinuses and my nasal passages and everything. So we are taking a short break. We will be back here in a couple of weeks for sure. And we'll have more top fives, more. Now, we got to finish our will... Hobbit deep dive. So that's going to be really <laughs> cool. As always, guys, thanks so much for listening. We love y'all.